Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say, hats off. Everybody. So cute. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Blackish. Hats <laughs> off to Blackish no. because. Still have never seen a full episode of Blackish. Really? I don't, you know what? I feel like we have had conversations about Blackish. So yeah, I don't you really... have. We've had. <laughs> you talked to me. And I'm like, oh my God, that sounds so good. Oh, I and I never. You know, like Miller would tell me about Empire, and I haven't watched Empire in two seasons. She like, right. I know you don't watch it, but I'm gonna just. And she gives me like, but she, she knew you didn't watch it. I don't. I, but mind, see, you I love it because she tells me the full run, and I'm like, oh my, like, I feel like I it's right. better when you tell me right. than me watching it. Right. Maybe I should call. So her, you I always none of tell the season, me. So well, she hasn't done it this season. I guess mm. we, we got so many shows that we watch. So many. But no, shows. I've never seen Blackish, and wow. I hear it's so good. It looks good. It's really good. I've just never. You I'm should, going to. You should binge it. Yeah, yeah, it's really I still good. need to binge Grownish too. Oh yeah, you can definitely binge Grownish. It's only one season. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's one season. Yeah, you but I be probably fine. won't touch it till it's season three. And you should like get in it because, well, yeah, or wait, like either start now or wait. Like how you were like American Horror Story is good, and I was like, I'm gonna just yeah. <laughs> grab it at the end. I'm just gonna grab it at the end. So, it's so good. Though. I'm excited. Hello, everybody. Um, Earl and Courtney in the building. You know, it's it's a, uh, it's been a week. Long week, long couple of weeks. I'm a little tired, but I'm ready for my birthday. I'm ready for your birthday too. <laughs> I'm so ready to like. I don't like Christmas. You don't like Christmas? Have we ever talked about that? We I talked about why it. I thought you like Christmas because you love to like decorate and you love to like. Yeah, I'm just like have an ambiance. With thing. every year. No? I've become more and more of like, ugh. Are you going to get a tree? No. I feel like if you got a tree. You remember I was like super excited about right. getting a tree last year. I feel like if you got a tree. It's just so you commercialized. Feel different. So like I but want. You don't have to buy into the hype. No, no, no. I want right. a tree. Right. And I want a wreath on my door. Right. But I don't it. want nothing else. That's fine. Like, I, like I used to enough. love Christmas lights growing up. And then mm-hmm. as the years got older, I was like, look at those ugly lights. My mom was like, what? I was like, but I like white lights. Like when it's now, multicolored like lights, lights, that is so I do so not like multicolored lights. And I was like, look on at anything. That. Like my lights on my tree are white. Yeah. Like, keep it. I need yeah. uniform. Right. Just one. Now, the, my, I have like multicolored like balls on my tree. No, that's different. But my yeah. lights are always white. But like outside the house, it'd be like red, green, white. blue. And so I was like, oh, that's so tacky. I don't like that. But I don't, um, just, I only like Christmas for the family stuff. Right, right. One of my coworkers said that when she was going up, her mom and dad was like, you get three gifts. And she's like, when? She's like, if Jesus can get three gifts, you can get three right. gifts. Right. And I was like, I like that. I like that. So I mean, I her. need to get on board because I do the most for Christmas. And literally this year, Carter was like, can we have less gifts? That was a lot of unwrapping. But see, and I was like, done. But I done. that's my problem. Well, because buy his too list will be like, his list won't be very long. And yeah. then I will create other things that I want to get for yeah. him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but once his list is off, he's like, done. I'm wrong. I think I don't like it, the adults. So I hear you, Carter, this so year. Much. I just spend too much. Oh, Maybe yeah, that's no, what I don't. Is. I mean, I spend a good bit on Carter. My dad, my mom and dad are gift card people. Like, they really like a gift See, card. Yeah. My mom likes a good, like, um, like mystery book, like a Dean Koontz mm-hmm. something. So I'll get her that and then a gift card. I might get my dad a tool, but he has so many tools now. Like I don't even know what to get him. So unless he says something specific, I can get him a gift card. Yeah, that's really, you know, I'll probably get something for Carter's grandparents on the other side. Um, See, I know too many people that I want to get gifts for. Mm-mm. So this year, it's yeah. just real like, uh. Yeah, and I, I mean, I will get stuff for 
um, like my, you know, I'm an only child, but I have like my nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. so I'll get stuff for them. But like they've already been telling me, so I know the boy wants Fortnite, so he's gonna get a PlayStation gift card. Um, I know that the oldest wants a Hamilton situation, and the the youngest wants a little like mini book bag purse. Boom! Right there. Yeah, and then the other ones, I'm gonna just give them you know my some money to buy things and be like, you get her whatever you get her with this money. Put my name on it because I don't know what they want. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, but it's but, all yeah. right. Yeah, it's good stuff. But I so would be like, let's skip Christmas and go to my birthday. I think I mean, that's also another. Thing. Year, I always just very much like, I'm. Re- can we skip Christmas? Right this year, because you know, with the whole divorce thing, we switch holidays, so it's not my Christmas. Oh. So I'll have him like Christmas Eve, maybe like first thing Christmas morning, mm. and then. Yeah, like I'll be, I'll be, I'm gonna be sitting at the door ready for us to go because we're going somewhere for. I bought my. So I'll be just sitting at the door. My, my, um, <laughs> what is it called? The little what? pillows that go around your neck. Yeah. I bought one yesterday, yes. so I got real excited. Yeah. yeah I'm, after that, like after I drop Carter off on Christmas, I'm gonna be just like, all right, wait till twenty seven. Let's go. Two days. So yeah, that's exciting. But how was your week? Had a good week. My sinuses start acting up. Right. Um, halfway through, time. I sound crazy right now. You know, but I always like my voice better when I'm nasally. Mm. I don't know why. I've always been like that. But um, it was a good week. I got a. It was a good week. Was it? No, it was. I'm thinking about this week. I got a lot of shit. Oh, you got a lot of shit to do this week. And I'm just kind of like, uh, this weekend went by too fast. Um, but no, the week was pretty chill. Mm-hmm. I just didn't feel well, so. Oh, I'm sorry. But I had a great week nonetheless. Good. I love my people. Good, good. I got a teenager this week, mm. and I've just I love teenagers. people that are sixteen and up. Right. One of my favorite clients because right. you can be very direct and mm-hmm. just you don't have to be. You gotta be real creative with kids, right? And put things right. in ways that they they just don't grasp certain concepts right. when they're. And it makes sense because it's too mature. Right, right. So, But it is frustrating when yes. you're trying to get them to a different place. Yeah. Especially when you work in trauma. Right, right. I need people that can talk. Yeah. So, so yeah. I got to. Yeah. How was your week? My week was interesting. So, I it was busy um, because, I don't know if I've said this on the show, but I'm doing a, um, ser- a training series on yoga for mental health. Um, clinicians um, and next year I'll be doing the other half of it this was the last one for this year next year I'll start the other half and then when I finish I'll be like an RYT 200 which is like uh, a yoga ch- teacher so that's really exciting so the week like we left on Thursday like Thursday morning so like Monday Tuesday and Wednesday were just like hellacious trying mm-hmm. to get ready um, and then Carter had his, um, like, parent-teacher conference. Baby got all A's. Thank yes. you very much. Um, and, like, the Spanish teacher was like, I love him. <laughs> I was like, he loves you, too. Because Carter swear he can speak some Spanish now. Oh, Lord. It's real cute. But, um, and then it was Halloween. Of course, you know, I'm going to take my baby. Dia de los you know, muertos. Dia de los muertos. Which I really wanted to go to something even this weekend, day. even though. But I wasn't here. Um, yeah. So I went to Asheville on Thursday. And did my training, and this this series was on trauma and recovery. I mean, it was really interesting, a lot of information, mm-hmm. really good stuff. Um, but it's like three days, eight thirty to five. Like, like I talked to Earl, he was like, "You're still there? Like, what? <laughs> what do you leave?" I was like, right. "I don't know why I thought it was two days." But I'm like, "Oh no, you no, it's there. three days." And then next year it'll be four days. It'll be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Jesus. February through June. Yeah, I mean, this week I go to onsite. Um, on Friday I'll be there till Tuesday doing an intensive with either a couple or individual. Um, so you know, mm. working hard. Um, but it's good stuff. Like, or, like it's good stuff. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a, lot. a lot of stuff. So I got to sleep in today. That was lovely. Um, <laughs> I so, like loverly. <laughs> yeah, it's loverly. So, I like that. It's yeah. the next level. Right, right. It was even better than lovely. 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 So, <laughs> yeah, I like it. So, yeah, but it's good. So, yeah. All right. Well, we are tipping our hats. Um, I'm tipping my hat to KE Home Perks. Um, which is an uh, amazing wreath-making company. You know, y'all all see those super cute, like, um, burlap wreaths, and we can't make them. Wreath. I made one one time at, like, a friend at, like, a party. Like, mm. they all we all made them. 
And it was cute. See, but I would probably do it there. I'm not good. Like, I'm, I mean, I did it, but I really needed a lot of direction and support. <laughs> and I don't have that at the house in general. Like, ain't nobody like, you can do Listen. it. Twist it like this. Do well, it like this. Well, you did better than me because my attempt is I went to Hobby Lobby. Right. I saw Burlap. And then I pulled up a YouTube video. And I, was, I got frustrated with her because she mm. fast forwarded her video. So her video was less than five right. minutes. I'm like, ho, you ain't do this in five right. minutes. So don't I speed it up. That is a good point. out. For oh, people, like, like don't speed it up if it's an instructional. Yeah, video. I need you to show me. I can't see what you're doing. So she did a speed up, and I'm like, yeah, this is cute. And guess what? The materials are staying here. So I left. Right. Actually, so, yeah. I bought something else. Right. Not related to Reese. Right. Right. So yeah. So um, Ke Home Perks. Um, I will just go ahead and say it's my cousin, and she's based out of Atlanta, but she ships. So all you gotta do is give her your money and tell her what your style is, and then she will send it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so go on her um, Instagram, which is KE Home Perks, all one word, and um, DM her for orders. Uh, so yay, Tay. Ow. I don't know if she wants y'all to know her name is Tay. Katrina, because we grown now. Isn't that tough? When you have like family members that grew up, you called them one thing, and then that's like Brooke. When you grow up, then they want to be called something else. And you're like, Brooke, I'm like when we call her by her nickname in public. See, she said she's like, oh, don't call me that in public. And I was right. like, oh, Lou Little. <laughs> so, I still do it. Right, like yeah. I have a cousin who, like, our whole life we called him Toby, and then he like wants to be Mike, and he's like a like a comedian, like a big. And people be like Mike, and I'll be like, who's that? I don't know. Or we'll know. be out with like a mix of like family and friends, mm-hmm. and I'll be like Toby, and he'd be look like like little girl. It's like I'm real sorry, no Toby. Like I don't know, like that's what we Toby. called you all your life. So yeah, <laughs> and he's over it now. But when he was trying to establish Mike, that used to tear his nerves up. Hey, Toby. But yeah, so yeah, so that's my um, hats off. I am tipping my hat just because I love this person so much. I just really miss him. Um, President Barack Obama, formerly, I guess, for some, but he's my president. Um, I'm just tipping my hat off to him because he just, I like him. I loved him before, but I really love him. Like now he's He's post because he's very like, I'm going to come for your neck. That little dude that tried to interrupt his rally. When he finished them off and said, now where was I? <laughs> I said this, I'm, he's just real like, I'm not, I'm not doing with this with y'all. Right now. Right. And he's like, why are you, don't come to my rally. You had the wrong rally, sir. Right. He's like, I never understood. He just said something. Right. He's like, how you come to somebody that you don't like? Right. Because you showing support because you can't. Right. But, um, you in my numbers. Right. So, just, just y'all go vote. Y'all, because that. Vote. Perfect segue. Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about today. By the time y'all hear this, y'all will have already voted. Right. But this is a public service announcement. If you don't vote, we need you to unfollow the show. We are not your friends and you are not hat heads. Because you are not welcome here because we have got to get to a point where we can where we consistently do the things that we need to be doing. In all areas of our life, consistency okay. is key. We need to be voting, like, and don't get it. I hate people say it don't count. My vote don't matter. So you just pretty much said you as a human being, right? Do not, do not matter, right? As well. Right. But then you mad when folk tell you you don't matter and you don't count. Like, you can't get mad if somebody else is telling you something and then you're out here perpetrating the exact same belief system. No, it's crazy to me. Right. Yeah. I just, I really don't understand. What do you think it is? Like, what do you think? continues to be the issue. You know, I really don't voting. know because our, speaking for our community, mm-hmm. our ins like fought really hard to like vote. Like they were being killed. Like died. Beaten. Chased away. Yeah. So I just Bitten never understood. I've never understood where the, where in time, on a timeline where the space of like, I don't want to vote anymore came from. Cause like, they right. were like hard pressed. Like we still right. have people that are alive. That was like, I did not, I had to fight. Matter of fact, my uncle was born the year that voting was illegal for mm. black people. That was what? 60s? Right. Right. Yeah. What? 68? What was it? It was, it was, it was, it was, yeah. The civil rights, voting rights. They started. It's fairly, it's still, it's early. just 50. Right. Like 50, like 50 years. years ago. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know where that space goes. I've just mm-hmm. never even heard of like, oh, I'm not going to vote. Mm-hmm. I mean, not in my family. But I know a lot of people right. like, oh, I didn't vote. Mm-hmm. And I think people only think, oh, well, you can vote in the president. But I'm like, you need to vote All for your local. Like, you you need especially to need to be voting for yes. your local people. <laughs> right. So yeah. I don't know what, I've never understood what a disconnect was. I used right. to like get excited about voting when I was mm-hmm. young. I was like, oh, 
I was so sad I couldn't vote for Brock the first year, oh, his really? first turn. Because oh, I was only, ex- I was what, 17, 16. Oh. I think I was 16. Mm-hmm. I was 16 or 15. I think I was either a freshman or a sophomore in high school. So right. sad. I mean, right. I was like arguing people in the hallway who would be like, I don't vote for Brock. I used to like cuss out some of these people. I know that's right. Like, why? 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 <laughs> better be glad I can't go. And right. you better be glad you can't go either. Right. Because I might chase you away from this. Right. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I do wonder if those same people, like a version of them existed back then. Like, I, I always think that there are the people who are fighting and there are the people who are standing by. And maybe it was a fear-based thing. I was then. about to say, I wonder, but I I wonder think if there were people fear. then who were like, because I remember when Obama was getting elected, my granddaddy was like, I don't want him to win because they're going to kill him. Like, he was afraid. I think it is a fear thing. And I think that fear probably... Because people have kids. Everything's generational. Right. So I think it just right. shifted. And then they keep it shifted it from a fear to, to like... To apathy. It don't, yeah, I don't need to do it. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Right. I don't, it's... They... The white man, they just gonna keep put who they want to put in right. there. So I think that's what I think is mm-hmm. fear that, like you said, evolved to apathy. Yeah, I probably. Because I mean, it, back then, I, it would make sense for them like, don't go because mm-hmm. I don't want you to get lynched. Right, right. And I don't People want you. Killed. I don't want you to die just to like go check something on a ballot. Right. So I can see that back then, and I'm, I'm sure it just shifted over the years. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that was our grandparents. If, yeah, yeah, oh, it was yeah. Just our grandparents. Absolutely. So it just shifted. But I guess that's like really different about this generation. This. They're just like being very active. They're getting it. I think yeah. this generation is just more attuned because they have, you know, we talk about how social media is terrible mm-hmm. and it creates all these comparisons and all these issues. But another thing it provides is a wealth of information. Yeah. The Googs and the social media. Because I, I can scroll down my timeline right now and of see over 20 things about voting. Right. And so, you know, that is the good part of it. Yeah. Um, if you, because it, it stirs you to want to do something yeah. and speak out in some way. Like I remember I voted early this week, right. but I voted like it was the day. So there was a shooting. Um, um, in uh, at a school, I mean, it was an isolated incident, but there was a shooting at a high school in um, North Carolina, mm-hmm. not far from Earl and I, and that was right after the weekend with the synagogue and the um, people who were at the grocery store, and the mm-hmm. guy had tried to go to the black church, and then he couldn't do that, so he went and just shot two black people at the grocery store. And I, I was just, I couldn't, like, catch my breath. It was Monday. I was at my private practice office, and me and Earl were, like, texting back and forth. And I couldn't, like, get it together. And I was like, I'm going to go vote. That's yeah. what I'm going to go do with this two hours of time. I'm going to go vote because I I need to do something. Like That's my contribution. Yeah, it was, like, like stirring me change. to right, And it felt very good to, like, go and, like do something you know what I mean but again I think that was impressed upon me like my mom made it a point to take me with her to vote so we would get up early she could have like taken me to school and then gone vote but she would always be like, nope, we're going to go vote. And I always get so excited and when I see, like, people with their kids, right. like, coming to vote. Right. And Carter was like, you went to vote. Like, he was like, what about, uh, don't we go vote? Field trip. And I was like, I'm sorry, but, but mommy need to go ahead and get that out of the way. Um, but, yeah, like, I think it matters how and it was you like, even show that. so much time. Another excuse you hear, other than the, um, it doesn't matter, is I don't have time. Mm. First off. Nowadays, you can I don't know if early vote was a thing when my mom was going. I'm about to say, but it's like but now, so. And when you early vote, you literally walk. I went to vote a right. week ago, or maybe two weeks ago. I was in and out less in than five minutes. Out. I spent longer at the ballot than I did right. checking in with good sis. Right. And then you don't even need your voter's registration card. Mm. Well, I, I, hold on, y'all. Now, because y'all know, be no, they just look no me but up. you know, people be scheming right, right here. Yeah. Some voting places be scheming and saying you need all these different identification right. things. So I'm gonna speak for Charlotte. Right. And in Charlotte, I had my card, but she wanted, she's like, what's your name? So and I'm so like, she said, address? can you confirm this is your address? And she said, go right along. So I didn't right. even need my card. Right. They didn't check my ID Mm-mm. or any of that. So if you're in Charlotte and that happened to you, you need to report them. Report That's it. some bullshit. Oh, the other thing was the, the guys at the, um, oh, the little, at the voting precinct. The three, yeah. The racist. three racist white people and a church that I used to attend got tagged um, and um, vandalized. And I'm just, yeah, so that was just that week um, of foolery. But, but you definitely shut And don't, 
Do they not like jobs have like a mandated thing on November six? You you're supposed to get time off. Like, yeah. So Tuesday, my like Winthrop is opening late. Like, yeah, I'm not saying Winthrop's always like, right. uh, it's, yeah. it's a two hour delay, you right? Get two hours. Well, you can take it oh, whenever. Never. We just all took it together, mm. but you can take it whenever that day. So you could take it at a different time if you want. Okay. But yeah, but jobs say, are like, supposed to even legally provide you time off to vote. So you have the time. Yeah. You just need to have the compassion and the desire to just go do to it. To really care. You know what I mean? And and show up, you know. And now this year Lyft and Uber are providing free mm-hmm. rides. Like there's no excuse. There's really no excuse in twenty eighteen. Right. Right. There's no excuse that you did not go out this past Tuesday or before and vote, because again this episode's gonna come out after. There's no excuse. Right, right. And again, if you did not I want you to unsubscribe. Like, we're good. We don't need your click. We're so good. I kind of yeah. want you to move away. Right. I don't even know if you... You might be in Texas listening, but I want you to, like, get a passport and go away. Right. Because <laughs> some, somebody that wants to... Not be, a passport. Somebody that visa. wants... Well, yeah, go I away. live there. Because somebody who wants citizenship here... And would have liked it. that right to vote. Right, so, right. You know what out. I mean? And especially when we're in an administration that is just so right-stealing happy. Like, oh they just want everybody's <laughs> rights. Like, they want all the rights. They are the grips who stole rights. Like, they want, they were like, oh, your child was born here, we don't care. Oh, you need asylum, we don't care. Oh, you're trans, we don't care. Like, they want all the rights. And so, what a better F you than to go excuse a your better. rights and they're so to get them the Because all here. this preliminary right. like, race that's coming out is like, they're scared. Right. And if this mm-hmm. like if that doesn't show you how much power you have that you're striking fear into a person that's supposed to be the leader of this nation because they know how much your vote can count like this mm-hmm. dude has been going he's been real crazy. Yeah, what on president has ever rallied while they're the president? Like Never. every other president was busy being president while they were president. Well, I mean, this is like this one is out here on, on Twitter. Campaign. This is like when it has time to be on Twitter. So right, there's oh, that. Oh God. So right. you're talking about somebody that can prioritize their time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's you know, one thing I will say. He, okay, Trump, he gets his agenda he, out there. He does what he, he puts needs himself to do. first. Right now, that's somebody <laughs> that's like very much like he puts I come first. first. So yes. he he got all the self care. Mm-hmm. So so take a page out of his book and get you some self care because that's what it felt like when I went to vote. Did you feel like that? Like did it feel like. I am doing something for me. Yeah, it did. Because then I had a Chick-fil-A biscuit afterwards. Right, right. right next I went home and had me some blood. So I was very much this. like, this yes. is about me. And then I went to work. It did. It feels like it's about you. Because it's at you advocating for yourself. Yeah. It's one of the only opportunities we get to really advocate and get for informed. ourselves. And I don't know, another that excuse part. is people always be like, well, I don't really know much about politics. I don't know who to vote for. Let me tell you something. Barack Obama has right. been posting daily. It's mm-hmm. such a cool app. Um, actually, Keller Rowland has been posting it too. But literally, it's a site, and I'm gonna attach it below. Okay. Well, I guess it don't matter at this point. Right. I'm still gonna attach it. But <laughs> if you've been on our Instagram this week, it'll be post. It's been posted well before today. Right. But it pretty much tells you. You just type in like your location, and it'll tell you about who what's the, going like, on what's going there. on, who right. they are for you. So mm-hmm. good. Sometimes like right. there is no excuse. It literally yeah. breaks. It's like a fact sheet. Right. And also there's always caucuses and different groups. Like I follow mm-hmm. the Black Political Caucus in Charlotte. They had all of our information and a lovely little PDF for me. And I sure did break that boy out while I was hitting all my buttons. And then when you get to recheck your ballot, I like line by line. Right. Right. VoteSaveAmerica.com. Right. Enter your street address and it's a voter's guide. Right. So there's no reason, like all the information is out here. Um, And I wonder if people don't realize the trickle down effect of laws and who's in office and why things happen the way that they happen. You know what I mean? Or how to get, you know, who would have been a great person to have on here for this one is Joan. Joan yes. is my girl. Because when I say Joan will literally be looking at something on like CNN or the local news and be like, let me call them right now and will call a congressman. <laughs> like when I say Joan has real beef. She's a true actor. With like, real She reminds me like an old school right. She is. I she see Joan in a Black Panther back Absolutely. Then. Like she just is like, this is not okay. I need to speak to this person. Like, she yes. will call a senator. She will call anybody and make her voice heard because she knows that stuff matters. Yes. They want your, their job is to get your vote. 
their ultimate job is to keep getting elected. And so if they, if we're making it clear that the things that you're doing are going to keep you from getting elected again, that makes change. Yes. Period. Point blank. That's where change comes. And if they consistently don't do what we need them to do, then we get them the hell up out of there. That makes change. Like, see, like, did you see the post that Stacey Abrams did? Yes. Oh, my gosh. About like, her trip to the governor's About mansion. her trip to the governor's as a valedictorian and how she was treated. And now, and I'm going to claim it. Now she's going to win and she's going to walk in through the front door. And I just, she's not that old. So I really hope that same man is there. No. I hope that same white man is at the gate. So then she could walk past him and then turn around and be like, by the way, you're fired. That's just in my dreams. Well, not even that. Keep him on. Right. So he but can I don't see every day, him. but he might be dead. He might be, or he might be shady. I don't want him in her space trying to do something crazy. I want her to get him just one good eh, and then kick him out. <laughs> but you, you know what, what I mean? Michelle like, say, gotta go higher. Oh, I'm gonna go high as I ascend up to the house <laughs> and I stick my head out the back of my armored vehicle and I'm like, oh, by the way, you're fired. And roll my window up. <laughs> like, that's me going high all mm-hmm. the way up to the governor's mansion. Because, yeah. So, I mean, if you look at the climate, if you look at the shift that's happened in, since Trump has been elected, mm-hmm. you can't tell me votes don't matter. That beautiful Latina woman in New York mm-hmm. who's out there cutting up, making things get done, mm-hmm. like, Gillum, like, you know what I mean? Like, things are happening. Everybody, Everybody is, the, sh- the shift is happening if we are willing to do our part. And mm-hmm. not everybody's going to be in the political, you know, realm. Not everybody's going to run for office, but we damn sure can support them yeah. and have our and have our voices heard. So yeah, what do you think? What how? What do you feel like we should know as far as our history around? You know, we black. This show is about black mental health, but um, you know, I, I guess this um, applies for everybody. But what do you feel like we should be making ourselves aware of and making our children aware of? In regards to like our history around voting just, and rights, look, it's like we ain't have none. Right, that's the thing. Look, <laughs> we did not have rights. Nathan, we were Nathan, seen. We, were we were not seen as human. We were right. seen as inferior creatures, right. animals, right, beasts, right. So if that don't show you how much that you had a black man and his whole black beautiful family whole in an office. Family. We didn't have rights, right. and that was fifty years ago. Right, that was just just happened. Just happened. That just was happened. one generation just before millennials. Out the same water that was just one generation before millennials. Right. right. Literally, y'all, like my parents. parents were in segregated schools. Like my parents who are 65 mm-hmm. were in segregated schools. Their last year in high school, they were desegregated and had to be shipped yeah. over to the white high school. My parents, y'all. Said, that's my grandparents. The white yeah. high school. And then had to, like, so the movie Remember the Titans, mm. my dad doesn't like that movie because that was his life. Mm. So they desegregated, and then they wanted the black men to play because all of a sudden they had these big black boys right. knocking down these other schools, but they wouldn't elect a black homecoming queen. And so my dad and his friends were like, if you can't um, celebrate our beauty, you will not use our strength. And they, mm. like, boycotted the like football team yeah. until they agreed to elect a black girl on all we wanted was a black girl on court they didn't yeah. want her to be queen they just wanted to be on court she had the right to run and my mom's best friend Miss Margaret got the was the girl who got to be on court mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying like, like my parents had to do that yeah. like that was literally their life and my parents are in their 60s mm-hmm. like so that's just this me. just happened, y'all. Literally. <laughs> and this was their high school. They didn't integrate when they were in elementary. This was when my parents were like 17. Yeah. Just happened. Four to yeah. something years ago. Just happened. Right. And then a few years after, that's when they did. Both. Right. Right. So right. it's just like, no. It's, so yeah, that's that's all you need to know. Is <laughs> You didn't have rights. Right. So don't, you need to exercise that right that your grandparents and great-grandparents literally risked their lives for. Right. And exercise it. And also exercise it because it's a motherfucker in there right now that's trying to take rights away from people. So there's that. Exercise your right because it's somebody there that wants to take it. Right. Absolutely. Um, What do you remember about your first time voting? That line was long as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Because I literally had to go to this elementary school that was right by my high school. Mm -hmm. And the lines were so long. And I got there early. But I was so like, it's always... It's, it doesn't matter. Now, the second time I got to vote, um, the line wasn't long. 
at all. Like a midterm? No, this was this was for um Hillary. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. Well, they said a lot of people didn't vote that. Well, no, time. the line it was. I was at a better location. They had opened oh, up like where okay. I had to go back home for mine. And in my in my area is growing so much in like the Killian area of Columbia mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. they had a lot of sites. Mm-hmm. Now I still had to wait in line. Right. And I think I was in that line for at least, but I also was in there like 7 a.m. So right. I drove down super early. Mm-hmm. That's why. So I was one of the first right. people. Still okay. had to wait like an hour. But that when I voted for Barker Mama second time, oh, I was in that line. Right. Long. Right. So long. But I was like, it's okay. Be hurt. Right. Feet was hurt. I was, right. on a, I was leaning on the wall. And then I was in this elementary school that was just like a maze. And I was just like, I feel like I'm in like the twilight zone. I want to go home. But I voted. <laughs> right. But I just remember how exciting it was. And I also was like very like vision, like, oh, I need to make sure that my ballot. Because I'm still to this day like, right. I hope this machine is not going like, because you know, there's been reports where people have been like clicking mm-hmm. for their person, but then like it switches right. to another. I'm just like, so I was trying to make for ch- checking for glitches. Mm-hmm. I was looking at the person that was helping me like, Mm, sis, what you? Right. Who, who you, you for? <laughs> and, and what are you? Don't touch the machine. What right. I need to type in? Don't. Right. Give What's me that, that code. Give that me code that key that I need to put in. Right. But code? I was excited. I was very. I still get excited about um like this voting. Yeah. This is like I just it's so cool. It's like a little touch screen. Mm-hmm. But then this is like okay, listen. I always think you might be that one person that did not mm-hmm. like if you don't vote right. You might be that one person that could have. Sweet. That could have had Hillary in instead of Trump. Right. That's right, how I look at stuff. Right. Yes. So. Absolutely. So I love my voting story. So my freshman year of college, I went to Clark Atlanta University, um, and our voting district was Martin Luther King Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So we had to walk to Martin Luther King Boulevard. It was like a slew of us, like how um, A and T walked over mm-hmm. to theirs, like that two miles. Ours was like that. And so I was vote. My first voting was Al Gore um, W election, mm-hmm. and I remember we went in there. Me and my roommate were in the line, and all of a sudden there's all this whispering, and we're like, "What's going on?" And there's this lady standing right behind me, and I'm like, "What the? No, no!" And it was Coretta Scott King. <gasps> And I was like, oh my God. And like, she was being very, she was like, y'all, like, calm down. Like, nobody, like, we're here to vote. Like, you know what I mean? And I was just like, okay. All right. She, like, she wouldn't sign autographs. She was like, I am just a civilian, like, y'all. And literally, they called us to go into the two booths together. And it was like the old school with like the little, um, Mm -hmm, the little curtain. curtain. And we're going in. And she looked at me and she was like, let's do this. And I was like, yes, ma'am. And then we went and voted. And then she was like, all right. So I I voted for the first time beside Coretta Scott King. I can't ever not vote. No. Like, I can't ever not that vote. that was like, a sign and a pillar, that, like, you need to do what you need right, to do. Her husband was assassinated. Right, right. And she herself was a major. Right. I would have fucking cried. I was, I was like, you know, it was me. I was like, because I could hear her. You're not going to hear better all right, like, and we had social media like we did today. Earl, would you talk about the level of selfiness that would have been happening? Oh, I would have blatantly took a selfie. It wouldn't even, I'd have been like, Miss Keaton, you don't have to smile. You don't have to do none of the things. I probably wouldn't even say her name. But. It was like, for me. Right. But, yeah, so that is my, how I voted. So, yeah, like, it mattered. And and then, yeah, just to be, like, she lost her husband. Right. So that I could push this button. Like, you know what I mean? Like. Wow. Like, and so I, I get very angry and frustrated when people don't, when people who look like me yeah. don't take their rights um, and seriously. But I also get really frustrated when people who used to not have rights yeah. then want somebody else to not have rights. That boggles my mind. So separate of voting, there's this other concept of like black people should really be okay yeah, with should. folks having their rights. Like, when black people, you know, I know that we are a heavily religious people. Earl and I have shared many times before that we are believers, that we love the good Lord. You know what I'm saying? We are followers of the light, like all of those things. But there's this level of holding onness <laughs> to the bigotry that I just can't wrap my mind around. And the idea that we would not want 
other people to have their rights. Right. To be able to marry somebody, to be able to have children with the person they love, to be able to receive death benefits from their life partner. To, to be able to mind their goddamn business and live their life. mind their <laughs> business and live their life. You know what I mean? For a woman to be able to decide this bad choice with this man should not live with me forever. I cannot care for this child. Okay. I am going to make the best choice I can make in this moment. Like, that is her right. Also, I don't understand a bad choice, but a woman who's did not have the right over her body because right. she was assaulted. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. should have the right if she does not want if to she carry, does not want to carry a pregnancy from an, an assault. She has the right to make that decision. It just it boggles my mind how that doesn't make sense to us when we weren't allowed to read or breathe. We were raped and beaten and worked to death. Separated. Our children were stolen from <laughs> us. And we don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, how can, when I see those babies in that detention center, you know what I mean? Something viscerally happens for me as a mother, mm. you know what I mean? And on, on, a, on a cellular level, as the descendants of slaves, that this is wrong. <laughs> and we should be outraged. Like, what do we think? We should be outraged. And I don't know what happens where we're still so disconnected from other people's pain when we are a people who still experience so much pain. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. It makes me really, really sad. Um, Yeah, and I don't... Yeah. And you know who I feel like... And I'm not saying black people don't do this well. I think a lot of us are very progressive and we got our shit together as a whole. But there are still some pockets of y'all that need to catch up. Um, right. Especially like the toxic masculinity section, which is not only just the men. I know some very some women who really support the toxic masculinity syndrome. I'm Most real confused. Real confused about that part. But um, I feel like the Muslim community does that well. I feel like every time something happens, like the Muslim community shows up for other people. Yeah, they just donate like raise right. like, a million. Was it a million? For the I don't family? remember how much. It was but high they high were high. immediately like, oh. That is horrible. Yeah. Let us help you. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just love that. And then again, being out here being vilified because of a couple of rogue people, even though all these radical white Christian men, ain't nobody vilifying Christianity. You know, they're not you know? ain't nobody vilifying Ill. Christianity. You they're know? mentally ill, they're not terrorists. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot when, when you're a white man. You're mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Um, in my clinical opinion, I disagree. Oh, you oh, know, really? but okay. Um, but yeah, so I just, I hope that if you are in that number that somehow believe certain people shouldn't have rights, you stop it. Or you can also be with those people that Earl invited to get a visa and get on about. You could also be with them. Ooh, away from us with this. Apollo. Right. Because if we're going to make real change, we're going to have to unite and do some things differently. And part of that is going to require us to mind our own business. Mm-hmm. And if people are engaging in activities with consenting adults, if people are making choices about their own bodies... Mm-hmm. If people are praying to the God or lack of God of their choosing, we going to have to mind our own business if we are going to be able to unite and go against the real powers that be that really want us to be divided so that they can keep fucking with us from the top and making all their money behind our backs and on our backs. That's my suggestion. So... That is our spiel on voting and rights and remembering all of those who have given up so much. And it's not even just black people. Like, we think about the suffrage movement. Like, there's so many people, so many women and people of color who have died for you to go do something. So the least you could do is go do it. So, yeah, that's our spiel. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. And then we will be back with our question of the day. All right. All righty. So the question is so quick to the point. The question sent in is, how do you mend family relationships? I'm actually, mm-hmm. I won't say I came in the expert, but I'm actually pretty, um, 
had to do that a lot. You've had to do that a lot. With different family members. Um, mm-hmm. I think at a certain age, you kind of just be like, you know, it is what it is. It's one of those, not it is what it is. I kind of hate that term. But it's one of those things where you kind of, as I've gotten older, I'm able to reflect and look at people. And I don't know, maybe it's because I'm clinical. But I can look at like, that has so nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Like, it has... This is something from your your mm-hmm. from your childhood or like your lack of feeling loved or it's something that is outside of me. Mm-hmm. And what I can do is either not deal with you, mm-hmm. love you from afar, mm-hmm. which I think is usually the best. Or like we can have a conversation. Because <laughs> right, right. some people once you say like blah they blah and I can speak for me. Right. Sometimes they can hear that right right and y'all right. can make amends i've right. had it where on both sides of like one of like we made amends thick as thieves again and then the other ones where i'm just like i feel so bad for you but i, I can't i can't be around right or like i see i see more outside of you but i know you're not in a place where you can heal so i just can't right. deal with you right or when i see you i'll just be like okay oh, hey, like i love you right right not everything but supposed to be vented yeah or you know what no correction Everything is not going to look like you think it's going to be mended. Yeah. Your mended could be, we don't talk. Right, right, yeah. So, I think, you know, Anonymous, the first couple of questions I have is, what created the brokenness? Yes. Because whatever created the brokenness, like, was that a reason to really be broken? Like, if what created the brokenness is that you made a life choice mm-hmm. or you say, so I don't know this. We don't know anonymous at all, but mm-hmm. say that, say the issue is that you're gay mm-hmm. and you have family members who can't love you the way you deserve to be loved because of that. Ain't shit you can do about that. So I don't really know if you, if when you say mending, I love what Earl said. When you say mend, if you think mend is them, accept you, love you, mm-hmm. you know, appreciate you and bring you back into the fold. That might not be, what you think it is, but that is not about you. That is their own sickness and their own ignorance. And so what you have to practice there, your mending is going to come in the form of acceptance and loving them from afar. If you've done something terrible, then what have you done to grow and own and become accountable in order to mend? Because you do need to own your things. Um, And either way, what are the new boundaries what are our new boundaries and understandings of each other mm-hmm. if we're going to go into this thing and really mend it and make it better? Mm-hmm. People can only do and love to the degree in which they love themselves. Right. And so if, like Earl said, these people are not healthy, you might be hoping for something that does not exist because they have not done their work to be well. And what you need to do is grieve who you thought they were and then accept who they are and figure out what level of connection you can have with them based on the truth of who they are. Right. Um, but that's really all that you can do. Um, but, you know, I have had relationships that have been really hurt and I feel like they have mended and I have relationships that, you know, have been really hurt and <laughs> are still where they are. Right. But I'm in a better space. Um, but a good big part of that is my family of choice, my soul tribe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I am not lacking and that has allowed me to really see my family with clarity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, I think sometimes our family, we're, t- we're raised that family is like, ooh, family enough. Like, you know, family, everything you got. Family are the people that, you know, some people humped and had these set, set of people and then mm-hmm. some more people humped and had these set of people. Like, it's the luck of the draw. Mm-hmm. Family is not this like naturally bonded entity because y'all share DNA. Family like friends requires work and mutual respect and acceptance and love and all of those things. And not all families have that. Mm -hmm. So I am not going to let our DNA keep me in a toxic, unhealthy relationship. Period. Point blank. I don't care who you are. Um, My soul tribe, my family of choice, I chose those people. Right. We have reached out and worked together. You know what I mean? And so I know them for real because we chose each other. Mm -hmm. And there's another level of intimacy when it's choice and not mandate. Right. And so I I would encourage you, Anonymous, to make sure that your family of choice is really good and solid because that helps you understand, am I asking something of people who can't give it to me? You know what I mean? And that's why it doesn't feel mended. So we hope that helps. 
All right, well, we are going to take another quick break, and we'll be back with That's Not a Thing. Um, that's not a thing. All right. Do you have a That's Not a Thing, Earl? I sure do. Not voting is not a thing. <laughs> and that's that. Absolutely. That's, that's my Absolutely. That's Not a Thing. Absolutely. And again, if you did not vote, get out. Mm-hmm. Get out. What I did on my deal? I don't like the movie. <laughs> get out. <laughs> get it. What they say, you don't use it, you lose it. Right. Use your rights or you're going to lose them. Get out. Right. Right. And that's my that's not a thing. All right. Um, my that's not a thing is manspreading and mansplaining. Um, women know things too, turns out. People of color know things too. And we don't need things to be explained to us in a very condescending tone with big words and exponentially ridiculous lengthy descriptions. You see how condescending I sound right now? That's how condescending you sound when you are peacocking because you know one thing. Um, I was at a training this weekend, like I said, and there was this one gentleman who really, really wanted to explain. And all he really knows is this one modality. And anytime that modality came out, he would just go on and on about it. And then said to the like, the facilitator, the lady, like, not only am I learning yoga, but I'm learning a very specific type of yoga that this woman created. This woman, who not only is, like, has, like, 5,000 hours worth of yoga training, went and lived in India for, like, a couple of years. She speaks, you know, she knows Sanskrit. She know, like, she got it. And he, at one point, was like, now, you're going to disagree with me, um, and I know you're thinking blah, 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 and the other thing, and let me just tell y'all what she's going to say, and for the last day, her husband was there, and her husband, who I don't think is toxic masculine at all, he mm-hmm. seems very, like, like in tune with himself, and mm-hmm. but was, like, legitimately swole, because he was like, am I going to have to fight this dude? Like, they... Because he was looking like, I don't tell my wife what to think. Mm-hmm. So you, sir, yeah. you know what I mean? The same man who was just so gentle that several times we had to be like, could you speak up? Was like, well, I think we're going to stop it right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And shout out for him for finally shutting it down. But this dude was just peacocking everywhere. And it's like, none of this is necessary. And it got a little concerning because he was talking about how he just floods his clients into their trauma and then yanks them out. First off, you First never off, flood. Thank you. You don't even talk about trauma for like the a hot ass minute. Right, right. You right. have to build up. Right. The trauma work needs to be client led. And he was like, nope, you gotta just flood them in and just bring them out. It was ridiculous. So you flood them in and then they go flood off a roof. Right, right. Well, that wouldn't have been his fault because he did, what he did was right. So it was ridiculous. And I just encourage people to just be quiet. Like, everything doesn't require you to speak. Everything doesn't require a response. Even if it's a thing you know about, that doesn't mean you need to talk about it all the time. Minding your own business and shutting the hell up are some really, really good skills to have. And so utilize them. All the time. Right. Utilize them. So, because that's not a thing. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. So, um, that's all we got. Um, I think that we have some, we'll have some resources, Mm -hmm. some books, um, and articles on voting rights and the civil rights movement and the suffrage movement, all the things, because you need to be reading things and knowing the things. Um, and all of that is really important. And, um... For our quote, I am going to read Stacey Abrams' story that she posted um, after winning the primary for the Democratic governor um, position. I graduated as the valedictorian of Avondale High School in 1991. Like most Georgia valedictorians, I was invited to meet the governor of Georgia at the GA Gov mansion. It was a big deal for my family. That morning, I got up and put on my Sunday best. My parents and I boarded the MARTA bus with the domestic workers and mechanics who, like us, could not afford a car. We took MARTA all the way down from DeKalb to Buckhead, got off at West Paces Ferry Road, and walked up the long driveway to the big black gates around the property. 
When we got to the guard station, the guard looked at my parents. Then he looked at me and he said, this is a private event. You don't belong here. He looked over our shoulder at the MARTA bus driving away, and he told himself a story about who would be on that bus. And in his story, they did not belong in the governor's mansion. My parents pushed back and I got in. But looking back on that day, I don't remember meeting the governor of Georgia. I don't even remember celebrating my accomplishments with valedictorians from 159 counties and 180 school districts. The only thing I remember is a man blocking the gates of the most powerful place in Georgia, telling me that I did not belong. With your help on November 6th, we will open those gates wide and we will change the face of leadership in Georgia. But I need your vote on Tuesday and your volunteer shifts this weekend to get it there. Y'all, if she wins, there'll be nothing more needs to be said. So that's why we vote. That's why voting is important because we do belong. We do matter. And our voices count. All right. All right. Follow us on all the things. Like, share, subscribe. Earl doesn't agree when I say this, but give us our five stars on iTunes. Um, leave your comments. Um, and, you know, just send us all the, the questions and love and support. Send in your questions of the day to hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com and click on the link below for our social media kit. You can check out my uh, professional page um, on IG. I'm Courtney Leak LCSW. I'm also Courtney Leak LCSW on Facebook. And then on Twitter, I'm Courtney LCSW. And then you can check out my private practice website at www.embraceabundancenc.com. Um, check out Carter's Curious Corner um, on Instagram and check out our things. Sorry. Check out Hats Off Podcast CLT on Instagram <laughs> and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. I have no clue you didn't even do it. I, I, like, I was like, missing. something's missing. Yes. No, I thought you, when you say that's I was like, I did the question segment real early. Right. All right, y'all. Right, All right. Are. Well, y'all have a great week, unless you don't vote. And if you don't vote, I hope your week's Get out. Good. All right. So until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, Hats off. off. Hats off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leak. And I'm Carter. Be with